Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hola, I'm Dan Day, and I am not going to let Hawk and Crowder ruin my Zion celebration. Zion Williams balled out for my favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans, last night. And I am reveling in it. Of course, they're going to get into it later in the show. You're going to hear Hawk's side. You're going to hear Crowder's side. And then you're going to hear them argue about it over and over and over again. But in a fun way. Right. Right. Also going to hear from the Joe Rose Show. They're talking football with ESPN's Jeff Darlington and Dan Lebetard's show. They look into who's going to get got in Miami for the Super Bowl. Right now, though, let's get some headlines. In the wake of De'Eric King coming to Miami, Kane's QB Jaron Williams has entered the transfer portal. The Heat's reserves came up big in a 134-129 overtime win against the Wizards last night. Miami plays the Clippers at home tomorrow. Eli Manning announced he is retiring after 16 NFL seasons. Conversely, my man, Zion Williamson scored 22 in his NBA debut, but the Pelicans lost to the Spurs 121-117. Derek Jones Jr. will participate in this year's dunk contest during the All-Star break next month. The Canes basketball team looked to rebound after losing to Duke when they play North Carolina on the road Saturday. Tip is at noon. Manchester City star Sergio Aguero is rumored to be joining Inter-Miami CF. The team opens MLS play March 1st at LAFC. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. Ah. <sighs> Canadian teen recently called the cops to inform them that the fake ID he ordered online never arrived. Next up, he'll call to say the illicit drugs he ordered are nowhere to be found. A man in Delaware accidentally bought two lotto tickets with the exact same numbers, and the tickets won! What will he do with the double winnings? Buy more lotto tickets. A delivery guy in Turkey faces 18 years in prison after spitting on a customer's pizza. 18 years? He should be facing a life sentence. Australians are protecting themselves from an invasion of deadly funnel-web spiders. First wildfires, now this. The Aussies can't catch a break. Donate and help them now. Now on to weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast calls for rain with temperatures around 70. Win your share of $10,000 every Saturday at Hylia Park Casino. Receive free entries every Saturday, plus earn entries with slot play. The more you play, the better your chances to win. Visit HyliaPark.com for details. You get up in the morning, you listen to Joe Rose. That's what you do in Miami. Earlier today, Joe Rose, Zach Krantz, Hollywood, Biff, they were talking to ESPN's Jeff Darlington. What about? Well, that bangy-bangy Super Bowl party that he's going to be throwing. Also, what's Tannehill's future hold? Tom Moneybags Brady and A.B. like Richie Incognito? It's kind of like going to Jeff Darlington from ESPN right now. Jeff, good morning. How you doing, brother? Hey, you guys coming to my party? <laughs> Are you having a Super Bowl he's party He's having also? a party, and I wasn't sure if I should click or not. What do we got going on at the little bangy-dangy Super Bowl party? Uh, we'll find out. 
<laughs> I just would like this... to extend this invitation to my good friends Joe Rose and Zach Krantz. Wow, are we Make talking sure Bangy Dangy too? Is this what this is? I can't. You were be... at the original Bangy Dangy, right? So I feel like you got to be at this one. Wow! If this thing's anything yeah. close. To that wild ass party you threw that. I mean, let's be honest. Like, my wife. It's my oh, wife. Your wife. Right, right, right. Your wife. My wife was mad for two weeks. Like, yeah, and then you come home drunk like this. Right. And then I find out from your son it was just a bunch of what? What are you going through? What? Oh, uh, only just, Darlington I, could have a party where there's blasted. porta potties outside. Joe Rose on a delivery oh, yeah. truck delivering booze oh, yeah, over there. Real. Right. Right. It was great. The ice luge. You got the ice luge. Ice luge, right. <laughs> I see. Uh, oh, I'm so excited. You got Mike Silver, huh? Involved. Of course, in Mike Silver's coming down here. He's involved. Come on. Oh, yeah. Cool Chris stuff. Thompson. Wow. Nice time. Oh, yeah. I by like the way, it. that I, Jeff, thank you, man. It's uh, it's great stuff. By the way, I saw you doing Tannehill stuff. Everybody trying to figure out where Mr. 117 quarterback rating, 70% completion, set up 17-7. An AFC Championship game uh, from coming down here for a Super Bowl is going to end up next year. Yeah. What's your thoughts on on what happens with Ryan? It's going to be an interesting offseason for him, for sure. Uh, I, it, my gut, I kind of think the Titans, this is just me totally spitballing here, I kind of think the Titans would be wise to maybe just franchise him for the year and, and see what they have and, and continue to kind of, I think that would probably be the prudent move. But I, I also wouldn't think that the Titans shouldn't consider the idea of Signing him to a two-year deal, you know, pay him like twenty million a year. I, I'm, I have no idea what it would take, but somewhere around there, and get yourself a guy that you can you can find out more about. I know Dolphins fans are rolling their eyes and saying, "I don't think so anymore." I, I don't think so anymore. Yeah. I think everybody's got a different. By the way, he's handled everything with class, and I wanted to bring that up. Yeah. He hasn't bad yeah, mouth. He and his point. wife have not bad mouthed anybody down here. No, they, they really haven't. I sat down with him a few weeks ago for ESPN, and even during that interview, like the only thing that he would talk about, he didn't even talk about. Like, I have a chip. You know, most guys are like, I have a chip on my shoulder. I'm going to prove that they made a mistake. He is more like, man, that was just a really tough time for me. Like, it wasn't it wasn't projecting on the Dolphins. He was just saying, that was a pretty difficult time at the end there. You know, and, and uh, I'm glad I'm in a position now where, where I'm able to have some success. So, yeah, I, I would I would argue that anybody who is disparaging or hating on him at this point, I think it's I think you just got to let that one die. I, 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 I don't think we – Jeff, we haven't had a lot of it. We've been doing stuff yeah, on no, Tannehill, and I, it's been pretty positive right. for him. I think it's been yeah. more about the organization down here not having a better team or, around him than it has Ryan Tannehill. I, I would ask you this, though. You know the tag's about $27 million this year, franchise it's tag. a lot of money. So yeah. would he take but, 20 but for two years? Or, the benefit yeah. there. The benefit there for the Titans, spending that money, finding out a little bit more. You know, sometimes it's worth the extra few million dollars rather than investing – Thirty million and guaranteed for two years to get to give them that money for one year or whatever and, and see what you can get. I, uh, I, I'm sure that there's. But now here's the other thing. You know, Ryan's going to be on the open market, so he can probably go find out a little bit more of his worth uh, potentially with another team as well. So it certainly will be an interesting offseason for him. You know, who would be a great team? Who would probably be a team that would pick him up right now and would consider him if nobody knew anything about the past? The Miami Dolphins It'd be a really good fit for him. Jeff, don't do it. <laughs> You're beautiful. Jeff. You had to get you had to get that in there. I think it's perfect fits right where he is, and and he knows that, and he really doesn't want to go anywhere else. If that big horse yeah. is back, and 
that offensive line, that's why right. in the hell would that's you right. want to go anywhere well, else? Joe, you-, you brought up the big horse. I'm glad you said that because, Jeff, that's another storyline for that Tennessee team. Yep. He's going to have to get paid this offseason also, and that's going to be a monster contract for Derek Henry, especially after this postseason, last year, the end of the year. Like, this guy, is, he's he's going to cash in, right? That's right. And yep. uh, and to your point, Joe, like, if you're if you're Tannehill at that point, too, and you're looking at it and saying, man, I, I want to make sure Derek Henry's coming back, too, if I'm coming back. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. There, and that's not it. Like, the Titans have a lot of different things to address. So they're facing a very interesting offseason that will definitely impact uh, a guy that we're all pretty familiar with in Ryan Tannehill. Jeff, I want to ask you about another guy. I just happened to be watching some New England stuff last night. Some of former teammates of Tom Brady talking about he's not happy with the amount of money he's getting paid is a big issue right now. Always taking one for the team, taking one for the team, get me another good player. I I don't mind. Now all of a sudden at age 42, is money you think the number one issue for him in New England and getting paid a fair amount of money? No, I think money is is representation uh, of something. Tom has always been the type of guy who's willing to sacrifice if he believes it's in the best interest of both him and the team. And I would say that I don't think he's going into Bill Bell checks off and saying you need to pay me all this money i would say if you look back to last year's contract situation where that went kind of sour between tom and the patriots for for the deal that he did was essentially him going in there and saying hey let's do a deal where it's throw out a figure here you know an eight million dollar raise and bill belichick said you know what no i'll give you a three million dollar raise and the rest will be in the incentives is that about money or is that about feeling like this guy doesn't understand like what I do here and what I've earned. Yeah. And I think that that to me is probably the bigger question mark is when Tom Brady and Bill Belichick sit down, there's a respect factor there. And, and Belichick says, look, man, I love you. I need you to win. This is the pieces that we're going to put around you this year, but we can't do it for the price you want. I think that Tom Brady is perfectly willing to engage him on that. Wow. It's if he comes in there and just tries to, you know, shortchange the guy and basically say, yeah, you're not what you used to be. That's where I think this thing could go really south really fast to the point where Tom ends up on another team. Jeff, you were one of the rare people that got to sit down and unfortunately we have to bring him up with Antonio Brown and now yeah. all the stuff going on down here with the Hollywood police and the Instagram videos yeah. and now the warrant out for his arrest for whatever happened in front of his house with the the, the moving company. It, it's turning out to be a pretty sad story right now and hopefully not getting any worse but it's definitely not getting any better at this point when you see everything going on with Antonio Brown now after sitting down with him, your first thought is what? Uh, Richie Incognito Ooh. reminds me a lot of going through that whole situation situation where you know I sat down with him and then you kind of see see a lot of things unfold afterward and you just sort of sit there saying like man I, I feel like this person is capable of being a really good part of society if he can just find some some answers and some help and it's very difficult because I think in the sports world we we go down this road where there's a really thin line between the punchline where we're calling a guy a whack job realizing that wow this is a sad story you know like and I don't know where the turn is. I mean, look at Delonte West yesterday, that video that was out there right. that, where he's, he's on the street. You know, two weeks ago, if we hadn't seen that video and you hear something about him, you, you're more prone to just sort of mock him and, and call him crazy. And then something like that comes out and you're like, wow, this is really sad. And there's a really thin line there. With Richie, it took a sort of criminal act that was not a violent, well, this we don't really know exactly what this is, but it took a criminal act that wasn't something that, you know, changed lives to ultimately force him into the help that he needed to get. I don't know. Every situation is unique and different, but sometimes there's there's a small blessing in disguise with something like potentially what happened here. And, and I would hope for Antonio Brown's case uh, situation that, that that might be the case. Let's see what happens. It's uh, it, It's got train wreck, and I hope it doesn't end up as, as badly as I – it sounds like you're even wondering yeah, about it, it too because it's – 
it's fallen under mental health in right. capital letters there, man. It's uh, yeah, and, it's that's, a bad and that's situation. the thing. Like it's tough because because guys, it's not for years. Like we thought he was an eccentric figure, but nobody talked about him like he was like this. And I'm just not one to believe that you flip a switch. Uh, like one day you decide this is how I'm going to be. If he was eccentric, that's very different from being completely erratic. That's when I start to say, okay, like. That, that's where we need to kind of further evaluate exactly what's going on here. Jeff, thanks, buddy. We appreciate it, and uh, thanks for the invite to the party. Well, yes, I'm excited. Yeah, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm going to call you yeah, later you to find out more details. I, I am limited uh, due to, to yeah, hours I, I, getting up early not, in the morning. You're not going to be there. You, know, no, you don't have a shot. I mean, I it. It's okay. See, there's not a shot. Is there, you're more of a day-drinking kind of guy. Is there, is there a lot of – well, it's just easier. It's just easier within hours of when I'm supposed to be sleeping next to my wife. But uh, is there going to be a lot of women there? Is there a lot of women hey, coming? Why don't you pull one of those Ferris Bueller things where you put, like, the fake – right. Know, the fake body in the bed, like snoring. Bo- yeah, the snoring stuff. stuff. Right, all of oh, it. Oh, that's yeah. the same one David Woodley used to put in his bed next to me. Right, and yeah, that same deal. Yeah. I still have that. Right, yeah. Marino didn't even mess his bed up. He just didn't show. Yeah. He just said, I mean, "It was." Marino. I dare you to say something. Right. Well, you assistant coach, I dare you to complain to Coach Shula that I ain't touching my bed. Go ahead and say I went in bed check last night, and uh, they didn't have ball. Right. They didn't have the basketballs to do it. None no, of them. No, none of them. No, but anyway, Jeff, thank you. Pl- plenty of babes at your party, though. Uh, it's good. Arlington's a good look. Looking guy, guys, we'll see you at Radio Row. Also, if we don't see you at the bangy day, thank you, Jeff. Absolutely. All right, see you there, Jeff. Jeff Darlington sounds like he's going to be throwing a bangy, bangy Super Bowl party. Of course, the Hawk and Crowder show. We're throwing a bangy, bangy Super Bowl party at the Dave and Buster's right there in Hollywood off 95. It is going to be Hawkman. It's going to be Crowder. It's going to be Jay Fig, and it's going to be myself. Let me tell you, all the legends are true about when Hawk. Crowder, Jay Fig, and I get together and party. It'll be a legendary night. So you and yours, just come on out. We're going to have some KC Master Grillers. Ooh, going to be fun. Go to my Facebook page or my Twitter page, at Dan Day Radio, if you've got any questions or if you need any more details. I'm going to give you details on the Dan Lebitard Show talking about this in just a minute. Who's going who's gonna to get got? Somebody's going to get got by Miami, and we're going to have a, a story during the week because someone got got. Get got. The best of the Joe Show. This is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Follow me on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. Right now, you are listening to a band by the name of Surf Curse, their song Disco. You can dance to that one when Surf Curse performs this coming Saturday, January 25th, right at Gramps in Wynwood. I think tickets are sold out, but hey, show up. Who knows? There may be a few extras at the door, and check out Gramps.com for all the details. Surf Curse going to be throwing it down. Very excited about that. I'm going to try to make it out there, slide in somehow, and get that disco feel from Surf Curse. Dan Lebitard and the guys, they're on South Beach, actually. And they're going to be there for the Super Bowl. Who will be here getting got in Miami for the Super Bowl? We have a long history of that, not to mention some whistleblowing baseball. For those of you who do not know, Miami is filled with temptation. And so I ask you, Stu Gott, who is going to get got (laughs) from the Super Bowl teams? Many years ago, Stanley Wilson, a Cincinnati Bengals 
uh, running back just sort of vanished before the game, and he had some addiction problems, and Miami got him. And then, um, all, more shockingly, man of the year, Eugene Robinson, uh, right the <laughs> night before a Super Bowl with his family in the hotel room, went to Biscayne Boulevard, which is a special kind of dirty, what he was looking for, and very cheap, got hit with a prostitution charge. And so I'm asking you, uh, as these teams come into town, as the Kansas City Chiefs come into town, the San Francisco 49ers come into town, who's going to get got? Is it going to be Garoppolo? Who's gonna, who's going to get got? Somebody's going to get got by Miami, and we're going to have a, a story during the week because someone got got. Jimmy G has to be the the heavy favorite. By the way, you know way too much about the scene down here. Why? Why? Because he's handsome. Because <laughs> why? I mean, I know way too much about the scene down here. Uh, I don't leave. I don't live ninety minutes away. I grew up here. Like, the, what do you mean? I know too much about the scene uh, down here. Too Biscayne, much about Biscayne Boulevard, Biscayne Boulevard is dirty. Anyone in here knows that. Those were in Dan's defense. Those were kind of huge national. Stories. And when I said uh, that person was handsome, I was referring obviously to Jimmy Garoppolo, not Dan. <laughs> I, I think, look, this is very unfair, but I think it's going to be Kelsey. Wow. Not, but not Travis Kelsey, his brother Jason yeah, Kelsey, Jason. who uh, will be in town yeah. soaking up all of the Super Bowl love <laughs> on behalf of his brother. And we've seen how he celebrates championship wins where he dresses up like someone from the Mushroom Kingdom. Right, so yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say Jason Kelsey. If he had to go player, though, on either team, would I was it trying be to avoid tri- that because it's highly irresponsible. All right, but would it be one of the tight ends? That's all I'm asking. It's a pretty, I mean, the tight end would be the favored position, I believe. Well, all we're saying is there's a lot of temptation. We didn't say the nature of the temptation. We said there's a lot of temptation, and I gave you two different kinds of temptation. You did. Drugs and sex. It could be anything. I didn't even, I left out alcohol. Again, he was the man of the year. His family was back in the hotel room. It was the night before. He was the man, the NFL's man of the year. His family was back in the hotel room, and I think it was $40. Can you look this up? A $40 uh, solicitation charge. I, I believe he was looking for something for $40 on Dirty Biscayne Boulevard. But to your point, if it could happen to the NFL man of the year, it could happen That's, to that anybody. Is, that is my point. Yes. And, and, and so while I agree with you that the tight end position. $40, undercover officer. $40. Oh, oh, man. Downtown Street corner officers Stugatz is trying to trap me on the idea that i'm i'm prowling the streets of biscayne boulevard when all you got to do is leave a heat game which you did early on the ray allen shot night but haven't been back since all you got to do is get here early enough to walk to the studios at the clevelander no it's a fair point i mean before i left the ray allen game early i did leave the miami arena one time early and there were two crackheads in my car you're right this isn't this isn't what we're talking about but heat games have become increasingly more dangerous to leave. Have you seen these scooters that are just flying by, whizzing by, almost hitting you every time you take two steps? You guys haven't experienced this? I have. It's so dangerous. And nobody's beeping. No one's doing any life. They're riding them up and down the sidewalks. There's 40 of them coming at you this way, that way. You try to just stand to stay out of their way, and someone else goes to hit you that way. And then they get mad at you for simply walking on the sidewalk, not the side scooter. Yeah. 25% of the time I park for a heat game, my car either gets broken into or towed. That's a real stat, not made up. One well, of, and one you've had a better floor. experience experience than Stugatz, who's telling, I, th- I thought he was referencing a story from the old Miami arena. That's how long it's been since yeah. he goes downtown. <laughs> he wasn't being An flippant. arena 15 years ago. He wasn't being flippant about two crackheads no, being no. in his car. They were smoking crack yes, in his car. That's what yeah. was happening. That's yeah. not a, that's right. He was not making a joke, which would have been funny enough uh, on its own. It was vaguely horrifying that Stugatz arrived at his car and found two people <laughs> in there smoking crack. Although over the years, the story's gone from one crackhead to two. Oh, uh, there were two, Mike. They were yeah, two. No, yeah, I'm sure. They were two.
Maybe a third. I mean, I'm not certain. I didn't get that close to the car. i got to be honest. Once I realized what was going on, I called the cops. Uh, me, Boog, and Sinano thought it was a safe space. We thought we could just be in your car and do that quietly. I'm wondering here, uh, Guillermo, as some more people take your side on the Mike Fires argument, snitch coming after the whistleblower, Pedro Martinez uh, came out and called him a bad teammate. And I learned yesterday, I did not know this, that Pedro Martinez is also a Red Sox employee. So now you got Jessica Mendoza, a Mets employee, and Pedro Martinez, a Red Sox employee, one of the teams accused. Double dipping. You've got them uh, calling out whistleblowers uh, in a way that uh, is unbecoming anywhere around whistleblowers. And what I wanted to ask Billy, it's one thing for Billy to do it because Billy's got a microphone and he's just talking and he's emotional. What does he mean by that? I don't know. Well, it's different. If you're not paid by a team, you shouldn't be going after a whistleblower in an industry that's been wrought with scandal because of your whistleblowing. But what I wanted to ask you is, as you guys have ripped Mike Fires, have you guys thought to yourself at all how unfair it is that the only player being punished in this is Mike Fires? Like that the only player being punished is here. Here's his name being called a snitch by Pedro Martinez. Like he, he punished himself by being a snitch. Don't snitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he the Astros points. players are also getting it. Yeah. The only player. OK, but we don't know who are the Astros that we know I mean, to be guilty. They're all getting smeared. But by name, we don't know one I of mean, them. Everyone's we, taking the moment from Altuve saying, don't take off my jersey. Don't take yeah, off my jersey. We don't know that that's true. Like we don't they're taking that moment. But we don't know that that's even true. That sounds like a cockamamie conspiracy theory that he would have Does buzzing it, electronic devices. Does it? It was weird well, that I he mean, ran into that dugout. Yeah. I mean, he kind of knew which pitch was coming. And Araldis Chapman's reaction was sort of, you got me. I know what you People are also calling Mike Fires a hero, which is, like, a bit absurd. I mean, would you say he's a hero? Was Jose Canseco a hero? Uh, he's a flawed messenger, and that's the only kind you get on these kinds of stories. There's never a pristine messenger on any of this stuff. Is Takashi 6ix9ine a hero, Dan? It's odd that the Astros <laughs> thought that they could get away with this just because of the code that Mike Fires spoke out against. Because we're talking about baseball. These are massive rosters. People get called up for just weekend series at a time and get sent back down. There's so much turnover in this. Of course the people that you're playing against are going to know about this. It's impossible to keep an entire clubhouse uniform for the entire season. Billy, did Canseco profit off of his snitching? Um, yeah, he wrote a book. Yeah, uh, he he wrote just a opened book. up a car it's wash. In my eyes. I mean, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There just it is. He just opened up a car wash in Vegas. No, monetizing. Maybe he's a man of great integrity, and that's why he came forward. I just, I don't, I just think it's kind of dumb for him to do what he did because, like, how are things going to be for him in his own clubhouse moving forward? But how do you feel based on that right there? How do you feel about the fact that the one player who's going to end up being more punished for this than anyone? It's going to be that guy because of things like that. El Tuve will walk into that clubhouse and everything will be fine. All those guys will be fine. Their names aren't on anything with cheating proven. But they are getting criticized for not really owning it and not really speaking about it. I mean, Alex Bregman is a guy, one of the few guys in baseball who's got a great personality, rushes to a camera or a microphone, and now you can't hear a word from him. Yeah, I don't want to say it's a so, thing about it. It's so weak. And I know it's kind of weak to criticize their weakness, but this is really all that we have in face of in terms of discipline. They face some music from the from the public. What they're doing is absolutely weak. It's soft. It's the chicken way out. You've been loud in front of the mics and you 
you've been so happy and talking, and now all of a sudden you're just towing a, a company line and hiding. It's bull. I also don't think that he weighed this out. Like, I don't think that he said, you know what, I'm going to get crushed for this when he did it. I think he just said, you know what, I'm going to do it. People are going to go investigate it. And I'll be fine. I think I wonder if you were to ask him if you could do it again, if you would do it again, just because of all the stuff that's happened after, because I don't think he weighed the fact that he might be the one that people are coming down on. Mike, uh, do you know the origins of Face the Music? Why do people face the music? I don't know why. It might be. It honestly might be tied to executions. There was music involved with executions. I, I, I we'll, there was we'll walk see. up. There's music. like a, a drum, like some sort of drum line, which is very apropos. Yes, when you walk consider up, the scandal. A walk up tune as you head to the guillotine. That's right. Well, you can face the Dan Lebitard Show weekdays right here on 560 The Joe from 10 to 1. I am Dan Day, not to be confused with Dan Lebitard. In just a few minutes, I'm going to be running out to do trivia over there at Historic Dockers, North Dixie Highway in Dania Beach, every Thursday at 730. So won't you join me there, if not this week, next Thursday. But before that, we got to hear from Hawk and Crowder. Crowder might just have to set your ass down. Next on the Best of the Joe Show. You are listening to the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and some more Surf Curse is their song, River's Edge. Very excited. Surf Curse with Beach Fossils. A little one-two punch at Gramps and Wynwood this Saturday, January 25th. I have heard the show is sold out, rightfully so, but slide into Gramps. Who knows? You may have a couple extra tickets at the door if you're especially nice to the door guy or girl. I guess the politically correct term would be door person. But yeah, Beach Fossils and the band you're listening to, Surf Curse, Saturday at Gramps. Music gets me excited, but what also gets me excited, the Pelicans. Zion Williamson last night balled out. What a great debut. It was like dynamite went off. I was talking to family back in New Orleans, and they said it was like a Monday night football game atmosphere in New Orleans all day. Bars packed, people excited, going to the game, filling up all the bars. It's a normal day in New Orleans, kind of, but still a little extra excitement because of Zion Williamson. Went 4 for 4 in his 3-pointers, 22 points. He had minutes restrictions, but still, what a great, great, great start to his career. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Everyone pretty much agrees. Zion balled out and that he is going to be a great player in the NBA, except for Crowder, who Hawk had to tell earlier, sat your ass down. Going to talk with Brian Geltzeiler from uh, Sirius XM NBA Radio in the next segment. We'll talk a little, and I want to talk with him about Zion too, because tonight will be Zion's first game in the NBA. Today yeah. is Z Day. He's going to have a triple <laughs> single. <laughs> Come You're on, gonna, Chuck. On that Prize Picks app, I'm going over. I wonder what it's Bro, set at for Zion. Under. Hold, I got you are a hater. I'm going to tell you in under. a second. A Hold fat on. kid that's first game oh, back. A fat kid. Can you believe he's a the way? Fat kid. Can you believe the way he's describing Zion Williamson? A fat kid. Okay, that little fat boy. Come on out. All here. right. Okay. Injury prone. Gonna Sean eat your Kim. words. The little fat boy. 
They need zebra. They said they had to order zebra cakes for the sideline so he could continue the game. Come on, zebra cake. He has no moves. Okay. Watch this. We're you gonna, don't we're, need we're moves. Gonna we're going to switch with that size. We're going to bet us. Hell with you. Okay. okay. Me and you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, the little fat boy. You're right. <laughs> Your hate is ridiculous. He's getting a lunchable IV right now. I'm looking at that game prop bet. Zion Williamson points is set over under is set at 15 and a half. Points or bacon slices? Bro, he's he's Rudy Gobert. I don't think so. I think he's a once in a lifetime kind of size slash athlete. Yes. I, I think he is. And he's going to eat himself out of the league. Come on, Zebra Cake. Dick, you're getting a lunchable IV right now. He had a pretty good uh, high school and collegiate career, no? It was short. Okay. He would have ate a lot more at Duke if he was there more than a year. We're going to see tonight. As somebody uh, texts in, Crowder going to be loud wrong again. We'll AD. see. Yes. Y'all like to get out loud and wrong. I'll be loud and right too now. When the game slows down and it's a half-court basketball game, I believe Zion Williamson will be irrelevant on offense. Okay, but you're making That's it sound like thought. he can't even spot up and shoot a jumper. He can't. Like y'all are saying, he can shoot. Well, you're saying he can't. He can't. Bro, get the hell out of here with okay. this little fat kid. I mean, it's the, I mean this We're is gonna so see silly, tonight. but it's so We are going to see tonight when he the goes 9-4. and four. college all-star, number one pick overall on in the, the best NBA, team ever. and then you want to pretend like he can't run. I mean, you sound foolish in this. They had to teach him how to run. You sound foolish. Okay, watch. Watch the little fat okay. kid run around. So, you don't know, you're just taking Zion's point because, oh, he went number one in the draft. They are bust. Everybody knows bust. Y'all have seen bust. We've talked about bust. So you're, that's you're, why you're I laugh when you ask me, can he hit threes? He could be a bust just like all the other busts. He Salam. cannot shoot. That's what you said, and it's just not true that he can't okay, shoot. Okay, and you say he can because why? He hit .8 threes per game, Wait. and his game is extremely limited. Generally, if you can't do it all, what does that make you? Limited. No, it doesn't. Woo! 38%. Point eight a game. Y'all like to get out loud and wrong. I be loud and right too now. We're gonna see tonight. We're gonna see tonight. Double pump on Pirtle, force him into a tough shot. Rebound Zion, stick back in with a left hand. There it is, New Orleans. The first career points for Zion Williamson in his NBA career. When the game slows down and it's a half-court basketball game, I believe Zion Williamson will be irrelevant on offense. Okay, but you're making That's it sound my like thought. he can't even spot up and shoot a jumper. He can't. Zion up top, beyond the arc. It's Alonzo, ball back to Zion. Oh, my heaven, straightaway three. Absolutely good! Like y'all are saying, he can shoot. But you're saying he can't. He can't. Zion again, straightaway three. Good again! He can't. Good again! He can't. Just like they drew it up. 38%. Point eight a game. Ball, no look feed to Zion. Oh, he didn't take the three. Now he's got it. Right wing three again. He can't. Got it again! You have got to be kidding me! Y'all like to get out loud and wrong. I'll be loud and right too now. Oh my heaven, straight away three. Absolutely good! We're gonna see tonight!
I have a single tear streaming down my face. Crank it up, Solana. <laughs> because that was the greatest night of basketball no, 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 in no. my life. Great three minutes. The greatest night of basketball in my life. I saw three minutes. We argued for 40 minutes uh-huh. straight How on long? yesterday's show. How long's the game? 48? And then... Zion Williamson went out there in his first NBA game ever and nailed four of four from three to shut you up and allow me to enjoy that game in a way that I don't think I've enjoyed a game since the big three were down here. Unbelievable last night. I prayed to Hashem Uh and Hashem delivered me. Zion. I'm a Zionist. I bet. Hashem gave you three minutes of basketball. <laughs> Woo! Did he put up a stat line? And 45 of irrelevance. Okay. Is there any question? I look at the Bro, stat line. 15 minutes before that three, and he was nothing. The, uh, the And Kansas- nothing. First half was nothing. A number of pl- people, I would say half the viewers stopped watching. Kansas at City Chiefs. Okay, Kansas City listen. Chiefs. They were down 24 0. Yeah, but in second half, but second quarter, they picked up. Zion didn't do a damn they, thing but they until were. the eighth minute of the fourth but quarter. But who cares about what the Chiefs yeah, did, yeah. right? Because they, uh, oh. they got uh, shellacked in the first yeah. quarter. Oh, so did they win the they game? They oh, didn't Casey do won, it enough. Though, right? Zion couldn't win the game? Le- LeBron lost okay. his first NBA game ever. Did he get pulled? LeBron lost fat? his first game NBA game I, ever. Listen, the boy, you know what? The boy had a little J now. Wide the hell open. Wide the hell open. There was nobody so within 10 feet just of him. Make sure you, I just want to make sure. Oh, yeah. Are you changing the goalposts from here to here, or is it going to go further over no, there no, no, later no, no, no. on? That three-minute oh, three stretch was impressive. Just, 17, minutes and 17 points in three minutes, impressive. The other 30, 40, what's that, 42 minutes? Well, I can't do the math. Tied for excited. most points in a quarter in a player's first career game over the last 20 seasons. A record-breaking debut. For Zion Williamson, in just a limited amount of playing time. The five turnovers we're not going to speak about. So what did you do? Did you pop a bag of crow and eat the crow while you were watching the game? No, I was celebrating for 40 minutes So Zion, because he was irrelevant. So Zion did not have a good game last night. He had a good three minutes. Zion did not. I'm just saying, he had a good game or he did not have a good game? No, no, no. no. Bro, he was nothing. He was nothing. <laughs> you can <laughs> all you want to. Zion Williamson Bro, he had was a bad fat. NBA debut last he night. He was fat. He was deferring to Lonzo Ball the entire first <laughs> half. They gave him the ball and cleared out the way, and he threw it back to somebody. I don't even know their name. You were impressed by that. You worked on this you argument were, since you last were in, night? You were impressed by last night. Did you night. work on this argument, or are you doing I, I this off the cuff? I didn't need to work on it. I didn't, I'm off the cuff. Zion, just want to make sure I have it straight. Bro, I've Actually, you, you've changed. A no, number you've, of you've, people, not just yeah, me. <laughs> Phenom. You, you've changed. Phenom. We're talking about a game. A three-minute period. A game. You watched the game? I watched the entire game. And I you were impressed. Fun. When were you impressed, Till? Well, I mean, Bro, the first you were you were good in the first half. half. The first three quarters. Did nothing. Okay. Nothing. So? Put backs. And? And then he went in there and had a hell of a three-minute run. I'll give you that. And you know what? The three-pointer thing. I'll apologize more to Solana than I would to you. Why? Because you were saying he's going to be a consensus all t- all-star. Yep. That's crap. Seemed if they leave him, multi- listen, pre- Solana. pretty multi- Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm looking towards the, how. He seemed pretty Multi- multi-dimensional. When? 
When was multi-dimensional? Boards, assists, threes, boards, putbacks. Boards, boards. Yeah. Boards. Yes. Over people? Yes. Or just yes. running in there and grabbing them? There is a, no, there's Bro. a great highlight yeah, of him feet. getting over two 6'9", 6'10 guys. First, his first little, his, his two points in the first half. Did you watch the game? I watched every second. Did you watch? I don't think you and watched And I it. was jacked up. Did you know which the first one he three was? Quarters. The fat know? one. Number one. The did fat you, one. Did you know yeah, which yeah, one the, he was? It oh, doesn't the fat sound like one? you knew which one he was. That was sweating like a pig on the <laughs> sideline. Asking for boiled peanuts. So he had a bad debut last night. You I sh- wasn't impressed. You've swayed me. You've swayed me. Now, I wasn't no, impressed. Now that I hear your argument, I'm with you. Zion, so, had, so a, the, the, Zion the, had a bad debut last night. So the three quarters of irrelevance it, it, and the five it, turnovers no, mean no, nothing. You don't need to. Mean you, nothing. I'm just asking. You, I'm asking. You don't I'm need, asking. You don't need, I'm, I'm going to bring it up. The total, three quarters of irrelevance and the five turnovers mean nothing. Total stat line. Just asking. Total stat line. Three minutes of good basket. But when you look at someone's stat line at the end of the game, then you try to figure out, was it good enough over? the 48 minutes was it impressive if I watched the 48 minutes you weren't impressed by Zion Williamson last night if you take like I'm saying in those three minutes I'm not talking about the three I'm minutes talking about, I'm talking yeah, about no, last night. no no not impressed bro there was 40 plus minutes of irrelevance ladies and gentlemen Shannon Crowder was not impressed with Zion Williamson's debut last night I mean that's that's a great argument. Now that I'm thinking about it, you're right. Thank I, you. And I, I appreciate I, it. I am absolutely wrong on this. Thank you all. Line it up because I, I would imagine that uh, everybody, uh, text in, I would imagine everybody feels the same way. Now that you've heard Crowder coherently explain that Zion had a poor debut last night, I think we all see the light uh, that uh, Crowder was seeing during yesterday's show. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. You have to be out of your bleeping mind to look at Zion's stat line from last Bro, night and say he had a bad NBA debut. It took over 40 minutes of game time for him, so, to, for him to do anything why, with the ball. In his first NBA game in history, why does that surprise you so much? Because they have you were on the court for the entire first half and nobody saw you. But have you nobody saw the, him? Have you looked at the debuts? Because I did today. Kobe, LeBron, Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson, Dr. J, Bill Russell. Have you looked at the debuts? No. no. Well, you may want to look at how they debuted before you just decide that somebody actually was not impressive because they didn't do it in the first 24 minutes. Oh, the fir- <laughs> first, no, no, no. Or oh, the first 40. <laughs> first, first 40. Whatever you want. First, first 45 minutes. Whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. The numbers at the end of the game are so impressive. I have yeah. never heard someone. Micro- it's a microwave. He's okay. microwave. Okay. So Microwave? If okay. He, if he puts up those numbers, but he only does it in a three-minute span, he's not a good NBA player. Hmm. That's a good question. No, it's not a good question. It's a dumb question. It's a dumb question. It's a really dumb question. And he's so fat that he's not going to be able to do that in a number of three minutes. Yeah, no, I've watched watched my 600-pound life a lot of times. Okay, just let me ask you this. He looks like a lot of guys there. I will apologize to Solana. Hold on. The man can shoot a three. I'm telling you, I'm looking at Solana now. Hell with you. Solana. But he only did it in a three-minute span. Solana, I apologize. I'm with you, The man can pull up for a three. I'm with you. Point eight. I'm with you. But he can't do anything except in three-minute spurts. He's this going to be he's going to be a trail the play three point shooter for his career. No, not, but nobody said that. Nobody That's said what that. He did last nobody night. said no. that though. That's what he did last night. All you said that, was, but, but did, did he with his points? Because four threes, I do the math. That's twelve. I, I just, just okay, tell me. so just twelve points. No, 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 no. So twelve points. Those twelve points. He was a trail three point shooter at two hundred eighty pounds. That's sustainable. But is they, that no, no? 
Is that sustainable? But why do you think Is he, that sustainable? Why do you th- I don't give a crap. It's not. That's why you don't want to answer it. No, it shows that he's more than the little paint fat guy that you painted okay, so yesterday. so why didn't he dominate the paint? He was really good. Bro, he was really good. With the, what? In his first six NBA points game he ever. Had in the paint? I just want to make sure I have this the straight. six points. I just want to make sure I have Bro, this straight. he was not that impressive. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Come on, I'm with man. Zion Williamson had a very poor debut in the NBA he last okay. night. He, no, it was poor. Let's be honest. It was okay. poor. It was poor. No, no, no. You, you Bro, can't just. T- I've you told can't go you this, four of four. And y'all don't listen. But when I only tell do you. it over three minute span he, and expect people to think that you're pretty I'm, decent. I'm going to continue this, and I've continued it since I saw the man play at Duke. He is Sean Kemp. Okay, that's what he's going to be. Okay. That's what he is. Yep, you got it. You nailed it. I appreciate yes, it. Thank you. You nailed it. For a second, I thought I saw an impressive debut, but I didn't realize until I heard you explain it, that the numbers at the end of the game don't matter unless those numbers are spread out over 48 minutes. If they're, so great players if, don't dominate entire games? I'm just saying. Do great the players, numbers, do they dominate entire but games? Any, any player's good numbers, I got to go back and look because if they're not over the span of 48 minutes, they did not have a good game. Context. Well, that's the context you're giving his numbers. And that's what, and you have to if you okay. watch the game okay. last no, night. No, I'm just, I'm just making sure. I'm just making Everybody's sure. Everybody's cheering and yelling. And he doesn't do anything and doesn't do anything again. Really? And again. Because he went and four again, and four from and three. Again, and had, then it gets had, to 42 minutes in the game. And I'm bro, that three minute stretch was impressive. I'm not, bro, I can't be that damn dumb and act like I'm not. I didn't see it three minutes. The man went off for three minutes. Then they had to take him out because he can't do it that long. They chose to take him out, which was a mistake, by the way. It's not a mistake. It, I'm sorry? It's not a mistake. Why? Because he cannot do that for a long period of time. I watched him. Okay, so why didn't they leave him in? I, that was a mistake. I just said that was a mistake. Oh, so the coach is terrible. What's the gentry? They had a minutes limit on him. Michael Jordan, when he came back for the Bulls, they had a minutes limit on him. And they should have because the boy is big as hell. Right. And he no, runs. They're, and he they're, runs. And he runs right. funny. They're and take, he lands right. funny. They're taking and he precautions. Funny. They're taking precautions. And all that stuff that you just said. He went 4 of 4 from 3 last night. That is a fact, Jack. Crowder is my man, but I got to say this. My mom always told me it's not where you start, it's where you finish. And Zion finished last night. Pelicans lost, though, so we're not going to have this argument anymore. Past two days, that's all we've done on the Hawk and Crowder show. So argue about Zion Williamson. Really, not really even argue. Just hear Channing Crowder argue about Zion Williamson. The rest of us, we're all on Team Zion. You know I'm on Team Zion, but... We're done with it. We're done with it. We're cleansing our system until Monday because the Pelicans, they play tomorrow and Sunday. Hopefully Zion will ball out again, and this argument will totally be over. So we've covered football. We've covered basketball. What about baseball? Well, Derek Jeter's been in the news lately. Hall of Fame. Recently talking about the Marlins from the Hall of Fame. No, it's been a lot of fun down there losing and and not having anyone come (laughs) in. I mean, look. You know, look, the bottom line is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the bottom line is is when you're competing you're competing to win you know we we've taken on quite a challenge down there in miami but we look at it as being a huge opportunity you know we believe in the fan base in miami we believe in the organization that we're building we understand it's going to take some time i've, I've said it before I, I preach patience even though i have none uh, you know, but it takes it also takes a little time for the fan base to, to develop that trust for us. You know, I can't go down there and tell everyone to trust me. They don't know me. Right. Um, takes a little time for that. And one thing I said is I'm not going to make any promises I can't keep. And uh, every promise that we've made, 
we've kept so far. And, uh, you know, look, I, I want to win as much as anyone. I didn't get into this to lose. You know, I could have stayed home and retired. Just ask my wife. She'd probably be a little bit happier if I was at home every day and, and retired. But I got into this because I always wanted to give back to the game at the highest level. And I wanted to build something that we could be proud of and everyone in Miami can be proud of. There's a place to give back to the game. Miami is that place. Not too bad. Hopefully the Marlins will have a good season this year, then on to greatness. I know I will definitely be at some of the games. Derek Jeter will definitely be in the Hall of Fame, especially later on this year when he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. O.J. Simpson, he is in the Football Hall of Fame, but he had some words on Derek Jeter and the Baseball Hall of Fame. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. Well, I just finished playing golf. And you know what, I don't normally bet, but, and I love Patrick Mahomes. You guys saw me on Halloween. I was my homie, but I got to bet my 49ers, especially now if I can get two points, I'm taking the Niners. Just got off the golf course and heard something I couldn't believe. Who wouldn't vote for Derek Jeter for Baseball Hall of Fame? This man has been a credit to the game. He's been a credit to sports. Uh, He's had a hell of a career. I mean, seriously, take that guy's vote away from him. He should never be able to vote again. He's probably from Boston, but even Boston people appreciate good baseball. I'm just saying, get rid of that guy. Take care. Yeah, Derek Jeter, not a unanimous choice for the Baseball Hall of Fame. One voter did not vote for him. So I guess O.J. Simpson's right? That doesn't feel right saying that. O.J. Simpson... Right. Speaking of football, let's move on to the Dolphins. Chris Greer recently had to say a few things about Tua Tagovailoa, who could one day be in Miami. Who knows? Yeah, like I said, we're still so early in this process. Like, we haven't met him, haven't sat down with him, talked to him. You know, our doctors haven't seen him. So, we know as much as you do, (laughs) you know, right now. We we see the media reports and uh, things of that uh, nature. But uh, at the end of the day, we got to get to know the guys, uh, get in front of them, just like any player. So, um, you know, we're very, very early in the stage with the fact that, you know, we haven't even met the guy yet. Quarterback situation up in the air here in Miami. Will they draft a Tua Tagovailoa? Will they stay with Fitz Magic? Will he retire? And also, what about Josh Rosen? Chris Greer weighs in on that. Yeah, Josh is here. And I think uh, the trade, I think for us, it was us, we were – Always trying to upgrade that position. And so he was a young player that had some talent. And I think for us, the value, knowing that we were going to have picks, and a lot of picks going forward in the future and money available, it, um, it made sense for us to try you know, and make that trade. So uh, we're happy we made it. Josh has uh, made huge strides like Brian's talked about. Um, it's been fun watching him grow towards the year. And I know no one got to see it. No one wanted to see him play. But he did, he did a tremendous job growing. And, uh, and people always forget, like I said before, He's had like four straight different offensive coordinators and schemes, and that's hard for a young kid to keep with no stability. That's hard, so we were proud of him. So we'll just have to wait and see. If you want to hear more of the best of the Joe Show, you're going to have to wait till tomorrow night. Unless you want to download the podcast, you can get it wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free. The Radio.com app, or you can go to our website, WQAM.com. Any questions, get at me on social media. The best way probably, Twitter. At Dan Day Radio. I'm heading out to historic Dockers in Dania Beach to host Trivia Night like I always do, Thursdays, 7.30. You're always welcome to join, of course. You're always welcome to join us here on 560 The Joe, giving you the best sports coverage in South Florida. After I get off work tonight and do trivia, I'm going to go watch a replay of that Pelicans game last night and cheer on Zion. Until next time, this is the best of The Joe Show. Later, slug. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.